Good afternoon, and welcome to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined for this afternoon's show by my co-host, Mike Yakubi. Good afternoon, Michael. Good afternoon, Joseph. Let us begin. We have special guests with us. I'll let Michael introduce them, but let us begin, as we always do, with our prayer to St. Michael. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Michael. All right. This is a first. Uh, we have never had a state deputy and his wife on at the same time. We've had state deputies, we've had wives, but we've never had a state deputy and a wife. So I'd like to introduce our state deputy, Michael Kish, and his lovely wife, Colleen. How are you? We're, we're good, Mike. Good to be with you. Doing well, thanks. Good. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to talk a little bit of everything, but the first thing I want to do is um, I want to go just strictly to Mike at the first part. And this was your first state convention as the state deputy and um what do you think i think we had a great convention the uh the central east region really did a great job putting everything together the hotel was very nice accommodated us with everything and just um the delegates i think we all had a good time we were really we were celebrating our 125th anniversary as a state council and uh it was really special we had uh some of the councils brought their banners which i've never seen in the past at a state convention we had our whole chamber lined with banners from different councils around the state. We had a uh, a dress to impress dinner on Saturday night. Everybody, most of the men wearing tuxedos and the ladies all dressed up in gowns. We had a uh, dance party after that. And I think everybody just really had a good time. Uh, at least I hope they all did. We did. We tried to do our best to make everybody feel comfortable, welcome, and, you know, just a big celebration. Yeah, I don't think people realize, I mean, like the convention committee does a lot of the background work, but all decisions are made by the state deputy. And uh, I know it's a it's a big it's a big effort even from picking the meal. And I'll tell you one thing that was the biggest piece of prime rib I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, the there is I didn't and, and to be to your point, I didn't realize how many decisions the state deputy has to make. I mean, it really is as you said, it comes down to every single thing is the decision of the state deputy. Luckily, I have my wife to help me. She she's much better at putting meals together than I am. So some of the some of the things we talked about on how we were going to do stuff. And it was definitely I, her help made it uh, hopefully very good for everybody. So Colleen, it's your fault that I was stuffed, right? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> well, that's, one that's of the it. things. That's I'm it, sorry, Michael. Joe. They don't know how many, how much of our wives, especially at, at uh, Mike and, and Colleen's level, you know, the, the decisions that are made, uh, to get stuff done, it's it's amazing how much stuff gets done, and the wives sometimes don't get the credit they deserve. But uh, oh. so, Co Colleen, thank you for a good convention and helping Mike. Yes, it was a lot of fun, really, to put it together, and and um, I really enjoyed seeing people really enjoy themselves, and it, it made it a lot more fun, and it took the the edge off of any. Um, hardship it was to put things together and it really wasn't a hardship it was just fun yeah well i yeah. think it's one of the things that, that joe had mentioned is the fact that especially now when we're looking at memberships i, I know we want to bring in more and more nights 
Um, it is a family orientated organization. You know, it just isn't the night. He, when when, a, when an, an individual, when a man becomes a member of the Knights of Columbus, his whole family becomes a member of, of our order. And I think that's what's important. And I think uh, you two demonstrated it so well during this past state convention. Well, thank, thank you. you. Yes, we we um, and uh, Colleen, I'll bring a member to a moment to this, too. We definitely work together as a team. Um, I said when I, when I went in to talk to the ladies at their luncheon, I thanked all the ladies who were there because without our wives, the men couldn't do what we do. And we don't do anything alone, truly. I mean, sometimes we're the men that are out there lifting and doing some heavy, heavy work, but it's our wives who give us that opportunity to do it. It's them allowing us to spend time with our brother knights to do the things that we need to do. And the wives, you know, certainly are, are part of that. It, but when you get into something as big as like the state convention, we had wives Many of the state officers' wives were helping. We had chairman's wives helping. Um, obviously, my wife was there. And part of what Colleen said at the banquet about saving a knight, saving a man, was truly the truth when she spoke it. And I'll let her maybe speak to that just a moment here. It, it is the wife, I think, sometimes who has to get her husband involved. Maybe maybe he needs that little push from his wife to get to become part of the Knights of Columbus, as my wife did for me. She kind of nudged me in that direction didn't you know tell me to do it but kind of nudged me i think it really helped i think that for me the nights are about uh family and it although it is a men's organization and i often joke i'm only here for the party but um but we get to make it fun and the most important thing is that when your husband is focused on something like the Knights of Columbus that does good works and brings people back to church and makes the parish a community, then you have the wives getting involved in church as well. And most importantly, you have the children watching the men that are making these unbelievable things happen like coats for kids and the ASAP program and Maybe it's even just um, a pancake breakfast, but it is always family oriented and that the ultimate goal is to get the man to lead his family into the church. I think you're so right. And I think that's one of the things that we need. And I know we do in, in so many aspects of our membership drives. But for the for the men to realize that this is a family orientated organization and that it takes all of us. Um, you know, I know that uh, whenever I made a decision about doing anything within the night, first thing you do is pray. And then when you get done with your prayers, then you go to the wife and say, what do you think? You know, what do you think? Honey, should I do this? Because it's going to be a burden on you. I mean, I know going from uh, I know, Mike, you were you were uh, our advocate, state advocate and. um then you became, you know, the uh, state deputy. And and these decisions aren't just made unilaterally. I mean, they, they can't be. No, no. Any 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 job I took in the Knights of Columbus, even from joining the Knights of Columbus, you know, obviously I said my wife encouraged me. She was she was fine with me joining, but every single officer's position or, you know, volunteer if I knew I was going to be a chairman of a project or no matter what it was, that I knew it was going to take some more time from my family, you know. I had asked my wife if it's okay if I do this. Now, a lot of times with the family, they were involved in things that we did. 
you know, my son and my daughter, when they were younger, they came to the fish fries with us. They came to pancake breakfast. You know, my son, if it was a more of a man's thing that we were doing heavy, heavy lifting and stuff, you know, my son came with me all the time. He was there everywhere I went. And I think it really had an effect on them. But the idea of being with the with my wife and working with her and asking her if I could do every step of the way and state deputy is a big job. And when I told her, you know, I was thinking about running, you know, what did she think? And she she was on board with it, knowing that it was going to be very busy. And it is. But I love the job. And she's really taken on the role as uh, we call her the first lady. Uh, and she's really taken on that role tremendously, I think, and has been an inspiration, I think, to some of the other ladies around the state. And bringing the ladies back to to our to our meetings because when we have our big meetings like this the district deputy meeting or our state convention the attendance of some of the wives was dropping off but through her efforts and her being able to reach out to the ladies and talk to them she sends them letters inviting them to come to stuff we've seen the wives coming back and i think that's a very important part of the knights of columbus we need our wives with us we need them to be there right next to us and doing not necessarily doing the work that we do, but encouraging us and being with us and being supportive. You know, we can't do what we do without our wives and our families. And it's, that's the most important thing. And I believe the Knights, the Knights build that family. They can build that family atmosphere. Well, and that's one of the reasons why we have both you and Colleen on is the fact that, that um, we're getting back into, and it wasn't anyone's fault. I think, uh, I think a lot of times, you know, we look at uh, the state deputy and his wife and, some state deputies and their wives are more active, uh, you know, within and and in some cases with the Kench, in the case of our immediate past state deputy, um, Ken is single, yeah. and 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 it does make it does make a pulling apart, I think, a little bit of uh, of the family issue just because of the there is no wife to kind of yeah. get involved on that side, and uh, and yeah, I don't put any blame on any. Oh, I'm no. sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I don't put any. I don't put any blame on any you know specific past state deputy. I think it's just everybody's a different personality. And when they got me as state deputy, they got my wife, and we're a team, and we we work well together on everything. And, and we like to have fun. She's she's very outgoing. She's actually made me more outgoing than I used to be. And I think that it's not that we're any better, or you know, we're just different. We're just different people, and and we wanted to. She wanted to specifically reach out to the ladies to get them to come back. It's not that we were dropping off like zero, but we went from a, a certain number down to a number. And now we're back up and we're increasing the women coming back and being part of it. And I think, you know, as we're going to talk about later, the ASAP program, I think, really had a big part of that. I think that was something that the women, the wives of the, of the men who are, you know, the district deputies, chairman, delegates to conventions, they really attached to that. And they saw that it was for such a good cause. And my wife was the one who kind of championed that in the state to get it to be really come a big thing. And I think it's uh, it's it's shown it's, uh, the fruits of her labor on that. I think it really has helped. Yeah, I go. agree with you. I, yeah, this isn't knocking any of our past state deputies. No, it's certainly. just a matter of circumstance. Yep. Um, you know, if, you're, if your uh, wife is outgoing, it's a little bit easier. Yep. I mean, when I think of, of you and Colleen, first thoughts are Stan and Anne Marie. Mm -hmm. it, it was the same kind of thing. Uh, Charlie. And and his wife, they were, you know, I mean, she was yeah. probably the biggest um, 50 50 seller I ever met. <laughs> I, yes. she, she's the only one. She grabbed me on the way in. I'd buy 50 50s. And then she'd say, Mike, did you buy any? I said, Well, yeah, I did. Well, you're you're right by me again. Why don't you buy more? Yeah. You, uh, yeah. And I think that's what it is. Everyone has their own. 
Joseph, but, I can see you starting to look around, so it must be about that time. Yeah, we're getting close. I want to say something to uh, Mike Kish and Colleen. You know, yes, you're the state deputy, and we respect you for that and address you as worthy state deputy, okay? But when we're doing this or we're out doing fish fries or whatever, it's Mike Kish. Yep, it's just so, Mike. Yeah, that, 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 that's what makes whichever council or district or whatever you're doing, you know, we're not afraid to get our hands dirty. There no. who it is. So with that, we're going to go to a break. We'll be back and get with Colleen and discuss the ASAP program right after these messages. Welcome back to Night Talk. I'm Joe Murphy, and I'm joined by uh, Mike Yakubik, uh, my co-host, and we're also joined by our Woody State Deputy Mike Kish and his lovely wife, Kyleen. So welcome back, everybody, and uh, Michael, we'll go to you. Yeah, well, uh, thank you, Jennifer. Yeah, one of the things that, um, you know, we we kind of ended the uh, first segment with uh, was a little talk uh, all at mentioning the ASAP, and um, I think... First of all, I think it's one of the best programs that our uh, Supreme has come out with. I think uh, the first one they did, we were lucky enough to have it. The Jago administration is going from surge with service to faith in action. And I think that really awakened uh, so many people of saying, you know, this is what the Knights are about. It's not just that we do things, but that we also have a faith that motivates us to do things. And uh, I think you two are a prime example of what can be done in a program that that is new and that's what asap is is a brand new program during your integration and uh, you guys have really done a lot so why don't you tell us a little bit about it well um i am grateful to supreme for bringing this program and giving it a title aid and support after pregnancy because the knights do so much with the ultrasounds and um and keeping uh, the baby's alive, but then um, it, it goes past that. And one of the things at, for us wives is I I could almost bet almost any woman listening to this is either given or has been at a baby shower. And what this program did for us was give us a focus, something that we're very familiar with. So it empowered us to get involved with the Knights in order to bring a focus to what the plan is um, uh, to keeping these God-given lives in, 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 our, um, in our lives. So we can't stop thinking about them, whether it's newborn uh, or all the way through. And most of the programs that we have supported with our um, baby showers has been, we've started out at birth and now each time we're doing a birthday party. So we'll do a first, uh, we've done one and two. In, in July, we'll have number three. And um, 
And so we keep growing every year with them and supporting them by at our ladies luncheons at every event that I am blessed to be at that we are that we have a ladies luncheon. Um, I want that to be the focus, the baby shower or the birthday party. And we ask the ladies to bring something. And uh, the comments that I have had from the ladies is they're so grateful to have a focus, a reason to be there, something that during the year they're planning on. And actually it has spurred a lot of baby showers or events at other churches that I have heard such wonderful things at. Um, we were recently in the Erie area and um, one of the, the couples there told me that they put a crib in their, um, the narthex, the narthex, narthex the and they invited the parish people to bring some type of, of baby item to put into the crib. And they said they had to unload the crib so many times she couldn't count. So, uh, and that all goes into our ASAP program. And um, it does so many good things for so many people. Yeah, I um, I hope this is one that continues on. I think out of all the things that, you know, that we've done at DD seminars and, and the other type of meetings, you know, our wives do come to these. Yeah. And yet there there isn't... Um, other than a meal, there is no real focus right. on the wives or for them to do so. And I'm glad you initiated this, Colleen. And I, and, I, and it's one of the things that I hope would continue on. And I hope that when we do this broadcast, I hope uh, councils pick up on this. Because what you said about the Erie, uh, the church in Erie that did that in the Narthex, you know, that's something every every parish could do. And, and you know, one of these things where small beginnings can turn out to be major events. And I think that's really and truly what you've started. And I hope it continues on. And I hope that uh, the message through the radio station does a little bit to foster that and to help it grow. Yes. Yeah. We encourage every parish to put or to do something like that, that would, because it really does give us ladies a focus and a purpose to be part of the Knights of Columbus and do the good works to continue the good works that the Knights of Columbus do. And it's so important for not only the young men, our sons, and and but it also shows our daughters that the importance of doing doing the community work together. So it, it, I, I think it really, because of COVID and everything else, all of uh, our community efforts had kind of fallen by the wayside recently. And this, I hope, doesn't just grow the ASAP, but every other aspect that we can think of as, as Catholics, that we can grow as a community to make everyone important i know that um you know we we're lucky here in our area we have two areas of uh, concern and what we support is we have morning star and then we also have lord's house which is actually run by the diocese and i've had the opportunity to go to both both areas and you know the one is trying to counsel the women morning star from that perspective show the uh unborn child in the womb of the mother 
and let her know that it is a baby. You know, there, there, there. I think if you see an ultrasound, there is no doubt in anyone's mind that it's a baby. You know, it, it's not. I don't know what you else you would call it. I mean, it's a baby. Yeah. And then Lord's House does so much for these young women who, um, you know, they find themselves in a predicament and they have no place to stay, no place to, uh, no, not even knowing what to do. And then the diocese has Lord's House in order to help them out and uh, bring them into focus uh, of their of what they're carrying, that little baby that they have in their womb. So I congratulate both of you and thank yeah. you for what you've done at stake because I think it's really important. I think I think the importance of that ASAP program is not just, I and mean, obviously it helps the the pregnancy center because the one that you mentioned, Morningstar, is the one that we did at our state convention. But I think it shows that the Knights of Columbus we're not just pro-life when the baby's in the womb. We, you know, if you look at a lot of our programs that we go through from the ultrasound machines, obviously trying to protect, protect the child in the womb, the ASAP program after that baby's born that we're supporting the mother and the child coats for kids that we do that are helping little kids get coats through the winter time. You know, we do programs all through people's lives to try to help people. It's not just that we're focused on pro-life in the womb. We are pro-life through everybody's life and trying to help them with all the programs that we do. And I think that's really a big, a big part of it. When our Supreme Knight announced that, um, Patrick Kelly, our Supreme Knight announced that program last June when we were at our state deputies meeting, we were brand new state deputies, you know, and uh, I was a brand new state deputy in Colleen. As we walked out of the bill at St. Mary's church, he had just told us about the program and we were not even, we were heading to a bus. We we're walking on the sidewalk. We were still on the church property and Colleen said, I have an idea. And from that idea, I think it sparked something in the state where, we, you know, Pennsylvania is number two in ASAP um, money's given out from Supreme. And that's that's a great achievement by, by the state of Pennsylvania. We'll be number one soon. <laughs> we know we'll that. But I think I think it just sparked something when she sent the letter to the ladies and said we were having a baby shower. We had so it took a great response to that last last July and going through the whole year. You know, as she said, we're hearing from people all over the place that they're doing different types of events for that ASAP. And I think it's just amazing. I think it's, it's a great testament to the, to the value of the program, but also just to the people of how they just responded to it and just took it on as being that this is, this is very important. It's important for the children. It's important for the mother and that we're here to help. And I, and as you said, Mike, there have been a lot of places that were doing it, but now it's kind of become an official program. And uh, every, every one that we've done, we've brought in, probably a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars worth of materials you know uh items whether it be diapers you know whatever you can think of but also at every one of our masses we do a collection and and, and the average has been a thousand dollars at our collections which we also give to the to you know whatever pregnancy center we're working with so they not only get material they also get monetary donations which help them in you know in their running of their operations which is you know, really what we need to do. And that's that's a big part of what we're trying to do here. And I, I, you know, the next state deputy will decide if they're going to have that focus or not. That'll be his decision. But, uh, you know, I would certainly encourage it as well. I think it's been a big, big boon for us, a big, big plus for the Knights of Columbus. Amen, Plinkle. A, a, amen. Uh, we're paying it forward, each in our own way. You know, the yes. ladies or us guys, we're paying it forward because you're not taking it with you. No, <laughs> you know when they, when they when they put the lid down, you're done. You're not taking the credit cards with you. That that's what? exactly right. As the old as an old comedian once said, he never saw a hearse pulling a U-Haul. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You're not taking any of it with you, so you might as well do what you need to do here. Well, Amen I, to that. 
I think one of the things that will be coming up in your administration uh, this coming year uh, down the road, you're going to be looking at uh, the transition team when you go from your administration to the next. And uh, I, I, I think this is one that uh, maybe during that time you should have the transition period from Colleen to the next state deputy's wife, because I really and truly believe this is a uh, an outstanding uh, program. Uh, when it comes to to the wives, and uh, and when I'm talking about the wives, we're not talking about just all the wives of, of members in the Knights Club. Really, what we're talking about is the hierarchy, uh, the district deputies' wives, and 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 the grand knight grand knights' wives, where they can get involved directly yeah. uh, into their local councils, or in the case of a district deputy, multiple councils. I do have a binder already to pass on to to the next uh, state wife so that and and also my thought was um, when there is someone like a Ken that does not have um, the wife uh, available, the state wives, the the state family wives then take up and maybe, you know, if they have a binder, an outline, per se, to follow along it also gives them more direction and you kind of know, you know, that this worked and this didn't. We don't need to try it again. There you Fantastic. go. We're uh, getting close, guys, here. We have about uh, 20 seconds or so. Michael Colleen and Mike Yakubik, thank you all for joining me. It's been a fun show. Take care out there. God bless. <laughs>